Hey guys, real quick before we get started, we are doing a free giveaway for listeners between now and May 31st. Cash prizes, free swag, Yacht Meetup tickets, San Diego Padre tickets, and more. All you got to do to qualify is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop a five-star review. Send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com and we'll be selecting lucky winners May 31st. As always, I appreciate the support. Now let's jump into the show. Went ahead and like, you know, outlined all the risks that could go wrong whenever you buy a real estate deal, right? And all those risks are real, so put some weight on them. But on the other side of the balance scale is another risk, and it's this. I could be 80 years old one day, laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, kicking myself because I never fucking tried anything in life. How about that risk? Because that's a risk, too, that not a lot of people allude to. Welcome to the Rich Summers Report, where we talk real estate, business, and wealth building, all while keeping it real. No fluff, no BS. I hope that you enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Report. Uh, In this episode, we are going to talk about why you should never listen to your parents at any age. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that are highly influenced, um, and they feel the pressures of society, but also the pressures of their parents wanting them to grow up and become a specific person that maybe does not fit their specific needs, um, but they're going to continue going down this specific path because they don't want to let their parents down. And um, I know I've gone through this, and um, there's a lot of uh, different points within my growth process within uh, my personal life, but also in my business life to where uh, my parents did not agree with the decision I was making. Um, but ultimately, I decided to continue going down that path. And ultimately, uh, it ended up working out. So uh, I think the caveat with this rule is, you know, never listen to your parents at any age, unless your parents are at a specific place to where you envision yourself being or becoming at a certain age. So just because your parents have more money than you now, do ask yourself this question. Do they have the money and are they at a place in terms of wealth and just overall being uh, that you see yourself becoming 15 years down the road, 25 years down the road, etc.? And if the answer is no, then you should not listen to your parents. I'll give you another example. So um, I see a lot of people get talked out of doing their first real estate deal um, because they go to their parents for advice, but their parents have never actually owned any sort of type of investment real estate before. Um, So it would be like going to, uh, you know, get let's say open heart surgery and most people go to a surgeon for advice, but then you're going to go to uh, an individual who is maybe an athlete instead about open heart surgery and getting advice from that person. So that's kind of what it's like. And so I see this happen a whole lot. Um, But for me, um, and how this resonates with me is when I was actually working uh, as an air traffic controller, I was a government employee for uh, 11 years before I got into real estate. Um, my parents are both, my mom is an immigrant from Taiwan, and uh, my dad grew up in Holland. And both of them know the value of working hard and saving your money. So I was always taught from a young age to uh, go to school, get good grades, go to college, and get a job. And so for the most part, that's what I did. And they kind of have the play it safe mentality. And I think it's because if you study um, a lot of baby boomers, my parents were born in the 40s. We actually had a demographer on on my old podcast. um, And this demographer 
he wrote the book Big Shifts Ahead. Forget his name, but it's a good book. And basically, he like labels all the different demographics and generations based on the decade you were born in. And so he says, if you were born in the 1940s, he called those uh, the savers. He labeled them the savers. And the reason is because if you were born in the 40s, those individuals saw their parents um, kind of grow up and, and, and go through the Great Depression of the 1930s. And so they grew up um, knowing the value of you know working hard for your money and saving your money uh, for a rainy day and playing it safe and not taking any risk. And so because of that, a lot of the boomers uh, who were born in the 40s um, kind of have that play it safe mentality where they don't want to take any risk and they will always value um, playing it safe and taking the conservative but steady path, if you would. And so whenever there's any risk brought to the table, um, I feel like they will always shun away from it, generally speaking. So for me, when I was working as a government employee. Hey guys, real quick, I'm trying to hit 1,000 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts within the first month of our launch so we can move up in the rankings and reach new audiences. In order for this to happen, I'm gonna need the help of you guys. If you could please take two seconds and leave a five-star review and rating, it would mean the world to me. We're also giving away cash prizes, free swag, and tickets to our yacht meetups here in San Diego. We'll be selecting winners January 18th to qualify. All you need to do is leave a review and send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com. I love you guys. And now back to the show. Um, you know, you work 25 years as a federal, you know, uh, employee, and you actually get a uh, pension when you retire. They'll actually pay you a pension and uh, basically an annual salary with benefits um, for the rest of your life. And then, is this guaranteed? It's not guaranteed. Um, the government could run out of money. And who knows what's going to happen, you know, 15 years down the road or 20 years down the road whenever you get there um, because things change, but it's never guaranteed. But that said, generally speaking, you will get a pension after 25 years. And so it's a relatively safe model um, to become a government employee, et cetera. So when I was getting into real estate investing and I was, you know, studying and I was getting educated and I got to the point to where I was ready to take action, I was going to cash out my 401k to buy that first piece of real estate. And so talking a little bit to my parents about it, they were like, no, like that's not a good idea. Um, you know, you, sh you should think uh, a little bit harder and take a second think or thought about whether or not you really want to do this. And then they went ahead and like, you know, outlined all the risks that could go wrong whenever you buy a real estate deal. Right. And all those risks are real. So put some weight on them. But on the other side of the balance scale is another risk, and it's this. I could be 80 years old one day, laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, kicking myself because I never fucking tried anything in life. How about that risk? Because that's a risk, too, that not a lot of people allude to. And so I decided, although it was against my parents' advice at the time, and it was against a lot of society pressures at the time, um, to go ahead and cash out my 401k. And I ended up using that as a seed money to buy my first deal, which was an 11 unit apartment building in Cincinnati. And yeah, I guess it was a little bit scary because, you know, when your parents tell you, hey, this is too risky, you shouldn't do it. And society, you know, tells you it's too risky, you shouldn't do it. Um, it is a little bit scary. And then you're doing something new for the first time. Um, but I think the important takeaway there was like I was hanging out with people um, 
who were telling me that it was too risky, but I was also hanging out with people that were investing in real estate and doing deals. And because I was influenced as well by those people and I valued their advice a little bit more, that's what gave me the confidence to actually take action and do it. So fast forward to now, um, like looking back, had I not took that step of cashing out my 401k and had I listened to my parents, I would not be where I'm at today. I would probably still be working as an air traffic controller. Um, but fast forward after that. So the progression was this. So it was the 401k. And then the next step along the way was I decided to partner uh, and buy a 32-unit building in Indianapolis. And so before that deal, I remember talking to my parents and telling him how excited I was. I was like, hey, I'm going to partner um, with some people and we're going to buy a 32 unit building. And they said, Hey, be careful, um, with partnerships because partnerships often go South. And although they're right, um, the partnerships do go South and they can present a lot of challenges. I'm very, very glad that I actually partnered and bought that deal because it gave me the experience and confidence to go ahead and buy more deals. And it actually got me out of the day job, that deal. And so once again, I did not listen uh, to my parents' advice and I went ahead and partnered, bought that deal. And that deal ended up, uh, going full cycle to just over two years later, we ended up, uh, two X in, I don't know, three X in the value of that property. And, uh, that was a nice payday. And that was one of the deals that actually really helped kind of supercharge me to where I'm at today. So I'm so glad that I did that. Um, but also that partnership led to buying a couple other deals, actually three additional deals with those partners and learning how to raise money and learning how to underwrite and learning how to big deal, uh, do bigger deals. Um, so to me, even though I'm not with that partnership today, it was a very successful partnership because it got us all out of our day jobs. Learning to become a successful real estate investor can take a lot of time and dedication, which some people just don't have. If you're one of these individuals, this doesn't mean you can't invest in real estate. My company, Summers Capital, is buying a bunch of boutique hotels right now, and you can invest with us in these deals without having to do any of the work. Our team sources the deals, we secure the lending, we take care of all the renovations, and we even handle all the day-to-day -day operations with our in-house management company, making it truly hands-off and passive for our investors. If you want to learn more to see if we can help you, go to summerscapital.com slash invest to book a call with our team. Again, that's summerscapital.com slash invest. Now back to the show. We were all able to learn and grow and get experience buying real estate and taking down deals. Um, and so the next progression was it was time to raise money to go buy a real estate deal. And I remember my dad at the time was very, and when I say this, um, remember, you know, my parents, they love me to death and they're saying this because, you know, anyone's parents are really saying this because they don't want their kids or they don't want their family members to do something that's going to set them back. And so they're really doing it out of love. And so I definitely want to like highlight that. Like my parents, telling me, hey, I don't think you should do that. It's too risky. Um, it's not because they don't want me to succeed. It's just because they don't want me to be set back and make a mistake. But in all reality, success is not a straight line and we fail our way to success. So the more mistakes that we make, as long as we learn from them and don't make them again, the more we grow and ultimately win. And so that said, I remember it was time to go take down a deal and I was going to like raise money. And it was my two partners at the time, and we were starting uh, Pack 3 Capital, which is like an arm to like raise private capital to take down real estate deals. I remember my dad saying, 
um, you know, you should not raise money um, because, you know, this is what happens to people that raise money. You could get sued. The deals go south. And I remember him like highlighting every single possible risk that could go wrong and trying to talk me out of it. And um, I'm just so glad looking back that I didn't listen to it. And I ended up taking action and doing it regardless if I had the support of my family or not. And that really, really helped me grow. And so the next progression after that was quitting my job. So now at this point, I had cashed out my 401k. I had bought a few real estate deals. I had partnered. I had learned how to raise money. I raised money to buy deals. And at this point, it's like time to cash, um, time to quit my day job. And I remember my parents uh, being like, hey, like, this is too risky. You're walking away from a guaranteed paycheck. You're walking away from a pension. Like, this is not a good idea. Um, you should highly consider staying at your day job because what if real estate doesn't work out? And I just remember thinking at this time, like, okay, every, every step along the way, they told me no, but I went ahead and did it and it's worked out. Um, why am I going to stop now? And so I ultimately ended up quitting my day job, resigning. Um, and that was uh, December of 2020. So actually exactly two years ago. And uh, I remember thinking like, hey, like worst case scenario, if things don't work out and I walk away from my day job, I can always go back to that same job. They're always going to need air traffic controllers. And I have a skill that's always going to be in demand. So worst case scenario, shit hits the fan. Like I can live on the streets or sleep on friends' couches and I can always go back to my day job and make that money back. And so when I thought of it in that light, it made my decision easy. And so I ultimately ended up quitting the job and um, moving on. And um, now, like, looking back, I'm just like, wow, like, all those little steps along the way, um, you know, I did not have the support of my parents. Um, and it's not because they don't love me. It's just because they care for me. But at the end of the day, I think for, you know, the takeaway is this for any of the listeners out there is if you have someone in your life right now that's holding you back from chasing your dreams, whether it's a family member or a friend, um, they're always going to outline all the, li- the risk and all those risks are real. You need to ask yourself, does this person have the experience needed to be giving me advice? So if you're trying to buy a real estate deal and they never own a real estate deal, you need to be asking yourself, have they ever owned real estate before? Because if the answer is no, listen to their advice be respectful, but take it with a grain of salt. Instead, what you should be doing is going to people who have bought real estate deals successfully and taking their advice and valuing that advice um, a lot more into your decision whether or not to take action. So anyways, that is my two cents, and that is going to be the end of this show. I hope you guys found value. Um, I'll see you guys on the next show. Appreciate you. Love you, and peace. Peace.